Welcome to the Day 21 Woman Fierce Faith Talks podcast, the podcast that tackles personal, spiritual, and professional growth with fierce, unshakable faith. I am Sonny, founder of Day 21 Woman and your podcast host. tuning in today to the Fierce Faith Talks podcast. Today, we have a treat. We are going to be joined by my mother. That's right. She's going to chat with me today for our Let's Talk Motherhood segment. We're going to get into everything from getting started in motherhood to rites of passage. So stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. Okay, everybody, I want to thank you for joining the podcast again today, Day 21 Woman, Fierce Faith Talks. And today, we are having a discussion about motherhood, and who better to have that talk with than my very own mama. Hey, mama. Hey, daughter. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Oh, I thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Glad to have you. So, Mom, I wanted to have a conversation with you today on motherhood. I thought you would be a great person to drop some motherhood gems on our audience today. So, we're going to talk a little bit about motherhood and get into that. So, um, anything you want to share before we get started, Mom? Uh, Nothing more than we're just going to let God have his way. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. So, motherhood. What does that mean to you? What does that word mean to you? You've been doing this for a while, um, and you've raised children, and now you have grandchildren. So when you think about motherhood, what does that mean to you, being being a mother and motherhood? Well, I guess the first thing that I think about is making sure that I have uh, God in my every being when it comes to being a mother because making decisions about your family and about your children is something that you really need to do a lot of praying about for directions for guidance so that I'm not just doing what I think should be done but what God puts in my spirit to be done so that's the first thing that I think of I got to be God centered first then I can do the right things by my children. Amen. That's powerful. And I love how you said the decisions part because so many people, I think, when they think about motherhood, they think about the the feel-good part, right? And that's all mm-hmm. about that. But you said, hey, I have to make decisions for my family. I have to make decisions for my children. And as a mother, I need to make sure that that's a God-centered experience. And so I love how you said that because I never, honestly, mommy, I never would have thought about it that way. <laughs> I never would have. And that is so important. It's important because children often have questions. Yeah. All the time they have questions. Mm-hmm. And mommy, you know, what do I need to do about this? What can I do about that? 
And you don't want to lead them in a direction that God doesn't want them to go wow, into. That's so powerful. So you have to make sure that I said, Lord, now sometimes you have to stop and say, let me pray about this first. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get back with you. Mm-hmm. So you want to just stay in his presence at all times because the enemy is always lurking around the corner to destroy wow. your family. And your children. Mm. So we have to say, you can't have them. This is God's child. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Mm. So motherhood is less of us and more of God. It's all of God. All of God. All of God. If you go to God in prayer first. Amen. And ask him, Father God, what is it that you want me to say and to do about this child? Mm -hmm. That I can make sure that uh, they're going down the correct path. Because right now they're confused sometimes and, you know, they don't really quite know what to do. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking in terms when they're older. Now, when they're babies, it's a little different. (laughs) When they're babies, it's basically teaching them right from wrong. And and the thing I think about with being a mother first starting out is, you know, what is right and wrong? Because everybody's giving you all this advice Mm -hmm. on how to raise your child. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't let them do this. You shouldn't let them do that. And when they're, oh, whoa, whoa, maybe in your house. Right. So one of the things I wanted to, so we talked a great deal about um, what it means for motherhood. Um, and like I said, you became a mother. We don't say how many years ago, because I'm still 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, one of the things that, and um, I actually had did an episode on the superwoman syndrome where um, we talked about how as women we give, right? And mm. we give and we're caretakers. And that's part of wearing our cape and being the superwoman syndrome. And when it comes to nurturing, right? Because I think people kind of see nurturing and motherhood hand in hand. What does that look like? What does that mean? Because different moms nurture differently, right? So... Um, you may have some moms that think if I'm just providing for my kids, I'm nurturing my kids, right? You may have other moms that may think I need to be present in their life. That's nurturing my kids. You may have some moms that say it means I need to um, be accessible to my kids. You know what I mean? So it's different for mm-hmm. different people. So this, But nurturing is so important i think in a critical component of building a relationship with kids but also just in motherhood so this whole idea of nurturing what does that look like for you what does that mean i think that nurturing starts honestly in the womb Mm. and when they're little and coming up you start nurturing as soon as they're here Mm-hmm. As soon as they're in the womb, you're talking to your baby. Wow. You're telling your baby, I love you. Mm-hmm. Listen to this music. Mommy yeah. is so happy that you're here. Listen, Daddy, you know. Uh-huh. So you start nurturing that baby while they're even in the womb. Mm-hmm. And then when you have that baby, you're nurturing when you're hugging and you're cuddling and you're talking and you're singing to that baby. That's nurturing. I feel like that helps the baby to feel safe already. Wow. And then as they continue to grow, when you pick them up and you put them on your knee and you're still doing the same, let's play patty cake, patty cake, you know, whatever little 
tune a song that you that's nurturing, that's developing that bonding mm -hmm. between mother and child. Mm -hmm. And I think nurturing to me is that constant bonding. Okay. And then as you continue to bond with that child through the years, mm -hmm. they fall and they hurt, then they come here, baby, let me put a little bed. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Up there crying because, oh, mommy, there is something under that bed. Oh, baby, it's okay. There's nothing there. You know, mommy got it out of the way. Oh, you know, you call in somebody to shoot this all right. That's nurturing to me okay. because you're developing a close relationship mm -hmm. with that child so that they feel safe. And I think when they feel safe, then they feel safe to tell you what's going That's on good. in their life. They That's feel safe good. enough to say, hey, mommy, you know, this is going. And then they know that I'm going to be there regardless. I don't care what happens. That's good. I'm going to be there for you. Yeah. I don't care which way you go on this That's road. Good. Mommy's going to be there. Right. I don't care what happens in your life. Mm -hmm. Mommy's going to be there. You just have to understand that, you know, because we have developed such a bond with mm -hmm. each other that you feel safe. And I think nurturing is just basically feeling safe. And That's like they say, the safe in the, in the master's yeah, arms. Right. And, and safe. And, right. and if you are somebody that's God-fearing and, and you got the Holy Ghost, you know, dealing, that feeling that you have, that baby going to feel, that mm -hmm. child's going to feel, they're going to feel that love that's coming right. from the Father through you to them. That's good. That's good. That's so good. It's because it, it, it takes all the other external things out um, that I think we, you know what I mean? And mm. saying, look, at the end of the day, it's about the bond that we as mothers establish with our children. And that bonding starts as early as when we conceive. That's right. When we're talking to the, how we treat our womb. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think we think about that way. How we treat our womb mm. at the end of the day mm. is how we nurture mm. that life that God has given us and how we establish that bond. Mm. And it goes deeper because it's not just about, which is the important part, the safeness that our child feels in our arms, the safeness and love we're able to wrap around them, but it opens up other channels of motherhood and the necessities of motherhood. I feel safe, so now I can talk to you. Mm -hmm. I feel safe, so now I want to come to you. Mm -hmm. I feel safe, so I run to you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so I, that's, that's, that's really good because I, you, I didn't think about it in that way, and mm -hmm. you took it all the way back to the very beginning. You know, yeah, and saying, you know, yeah. it starts as early as that, which is really good. So where do you think moms miss the mark? Because sometimes we just don't have it together all the way. We just don't. I'm sorry, but I like I tell my girls today ain't the day. <laughs> I'm not I'm oh, not with it today. Okay. So where do you think we as moms miss the mark? I think we as moms miss the mark because we we take and stretch ourselves so Thin, mm -hmm. trying to be super mom, as you said before mm -hmm. the other podcast, mm -hmm. and trying to be everything to everybody all the time. Yeah. And even though we do have 20 arms mm -hmm. that can do a mm -hmm. whole lot, mm -hmm. I think we miss the mark because sometimes we get so caught up in the mark, mm -hmm. so caught up into what we want to be, what we want to do, and trying to be the whatever out here in this world, that you start to not be available mm. to your child yeah. or even your mate because we're so busy trying to make it out here mm -hmm. in a place that as soon as something happens, mm -hmm. they don't even remember your name. Yes, it's very They say, true. you know, who was that part? You know, you remember that lady? Yeah. You remember so-and-so? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what was her name? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay? And we yeah. get to that point that that became more priority than your family. That's mm-hmm. where we missed the mark. Mm-hmm. That, you know, okay, I'm needed here. Yeah. I'm needed here. Sometimes you got to take a job or you're going to have to do something different so that that household can still function. Yes. Because believe it or not, when yes. you're not there, yes. it makes a difference. Yes. I often said to your dad and to, you know, my husband, your dad, that I do believe now we missed the mark. We- Sometimes as women, we were mothers miss the mark. We stretch ourselves so thin that we don't have the right balance, right? Yes. And so I think if we get to the place where we have the right balance, hope, you know, we may not be in that space of, well, should I have stayed home? Or, you know, like, now that's not to say there may be some family dynamics or even some dynamics with children in the home that having a parent full-time in the house is beneficial, right? Yeah. So that's the moment where motherhood says, I need to be here, Right. Because my child needs me and the dynamics that are happening here, it's going to be more beneficial to the long-term aspects of my child to be here, right? But I think, like I said, you make a good point and, and we're guilty of that, is that we spread ourselves too thin. And so in spreading ourselves too thin, we don't have the right balance in those things. And I do think that is a, a key piece where we often miss the mark, I think, in motherhood. Um, because you have so many, you know, even nowadays where you see a lot of the memes that talk about where even when parents are home, they're not home because we're distracted. Right. Right. So right. if we're not spread too thin, we're distracted. We're off in our own world. We're on our computer. We're bringing work home. We're on our cell phones. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, all these other things we're doing. And in the midst of all this, we have our children that have a need, you know. And so I think you make a really good point in that part. Um well, the one thing I was going to say, too, now, this is not to speak to a woman who is the sole provider for her family. It's understood that, you know, some of these dynamics don't are, are not true for her because she does have to sometimes stretch herself thin to provide for her and her children. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she may have to have more than one job or she may be wearing more than one hat and, and what have you. So for her, the dynamics are going to be difficult and different, I should say mm-hmm. different. And in that case, if she can find other people who can help her, mm-hmm. you know, with, uh, you know, providing daycare or, you know, uh, or, you know, just babysit or providing a time for her to go be with some of her friends just to give her a time to get out and to get away. So the dynamics, I, I understand, can change depending on the situation. Because mm-hmm. with some of your single moms or whatever, even moms, period, they may not always be able to get rid of a lot of the the other things that mm-hmm. that are happening in their life. So balance looks different. Balance, balance looks, looks different. different. It looks different, different for because each one. you have motherhood that looks different. Yes. You have some women who are married, they have the husband at home. You have some women who um, have to, even though they're married, they are the sole provider. And you right? got some that just want to be stay-at-home moms. You got some that want to be stay-at-home moms. You have some who are divorcees. Yes. So, you know, they're single. And then you have some who've never been married. You know, so uh, motherhood looks different. And so balance looks different. Right. So I think the, 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 the piece in all of that is as you're looking at missing the mark or where motherhood, in motherhood we may miss the mark, we have to consider our balance. And that mm-hmm, balance, right. what that means for us as individuals in our own unique motherhood that we may have. So, yeah, that, very yeah. good. Yeah.
Very good. So, um, there's a couple other things before we close out. And one of them, because um, you are a Nana now, so that means you have grands, okay? Yes, I do. And... <laughs> I love my grandchildren. Yes, you have grands. And um, when it comes to motherhood and kind of this rite of passage, right? Mm -hmm. um, now that you have generations that you have up under you, and it's all about your legacy as not only mother as mom, but also Nana, all wrapped into motherhood. What what is the whole rites of passage? What what is that? well the thing? I'm glad you asked that because that is something that uh, my granddaughters have really made me more aware of it. Uh, the thing about it is with the rite of passage is traditions that you do in your family. Mm -hmm. It's things that we do, and you don't think about it. It's simple as, you know, getting together for Christmas every Christmas, mm -hmm. say, for example. And it's the whole family together. And we're exchanging our little gifts and what have you, and the kids are tearing up the family room, have stuff everywhere, and we're laughing, we're playing games. And the thing about it is I had my, my grandson this past Christmas, and I think Thanksgiving, they weren't able to come. And he said that this was the worst Christmas of his life <laughs> and the worst Thanksgiving. How could we do such a horrible thing to him? Right. And he got on his mom and his daddy said, because he said, we got to be at Nana's and Papa's because that's what they've done since he was born. Yeah. yeah. And it is a rite of passage because long after we're gone, yeah. I would hope that yeah. my daughters and my son and they, they continue to get together and do those things that keep the family laughing. Mm -hmm. And we just just this past a holiday here on Mother's Day when the girls came over and uh unfortunately my son is working but uh and they looked at all their old pictures and videos that we found here and man we laughed so hard. Mm -hmm. But that's because we always try to get together on major holidays mm -hmm. just so that we can say, hey, we love each other. We yeah. want to smile at each other and laugh and and have dinner. Yeah. And, and, and the, the thing about it is that the tradition passing down this year, my grandkids prepare yes. for Mother's Day. Yes. Us a beautiful meal with yes. menus and and uh, food, and they did it all themselves because that's what they have been taught to do. Mm -hmm. That we provide, we cook, and we feed, and we serve each other as right. family. And they did an excellent job. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And I mean, I'm still crying, and mothers are still crying. <laughs> and these kids, so they understood the tradition and the rites of passage that yeah. you do this for each other. Right. Oh. Very good. Wow. So it's, it's those traditions that you pass down. It's that legacy that exists within the family. Mm -hmm. It's kind of those, uh, you know, those moments and memories that are experienced within yourself, but become generational moments. And that yeah. kind of moves on. So as we close out, Mom, um, what lessons would you give as it relates to motherhood? Uh, I think the first lesson would be to remember that God first. Always put God first and pray about everything. 
any kind of situation, any questions that they may ask you, you say, let me pray about it, and I'll get back with you. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure, like I said in the beginning, that it's God-centered answers, and it's something God wants you to say. Mm -hmm. Secondly, to understand that we are not perfect. Mm -hmm. We're never going to be perfect, and we make mistakes. And that's the thing that kids find out, too. When they get about 12, 13 years old, and if you look back and start thinking back, and even now, that's when children finally realize, hey, maybe my parent isn't perfect. Yeah, and they don't know everything the way they think they should right, know it. But the thing about it is that they, they understand that we have flaws and faults. And I think as long as we don't try to be perfect, mm-hmm. because God is the only perfect person mm-hmm. that's ever been on this earth. We make mistakes. And never be afraid to tell your kids, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't know that. I don't know mm-hmm. that. I have to try to find out. We don't have to know everything. Yeah. We yeah. know how to go look at us and let me check and see what I can find. And then they see that you are somebody that they can, well, they don't know everything. That's okay. And, all right. All right. Okay. Right. You get back to me. <laughs> you let me know now. I asked you this question now. Okay. <laughs> so that's the thing, yeah. you know, that I've come to learn that that makes me yeah. laugh. And say, mm-hmm. Okay. Now, all right. I'll get to you. All right. I'm going to find out though. Right. So, you know, and, and as mothers and, and as parents, period, yeah, we are okay with beating up on yourself because you don't get it right That's every right. single time. That's right. But the thing about it is, is that Lord, Father, God, Jesus, yeah. look, I put all of this in your hands. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Amen. 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 So before we go, um, you know here at Fierce Faith Talks on Day 21 Woman, we have to close out with scripture. And so I do have some scriptures for you today. And so our scriptures are going to come from, um, the first scripture is going to come from Isaiah 66 and 13, which says, As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. And Proverbs 31 and 25 says, she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. And with that, I want to thank my mom for joining me today on my Fierce Faith Talks for Day 21 Woman. We thank her for those gems. Thank you, mom. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Fierce Faith Talks with Day 21 Woman. I am Sonny, and until we talk again, keep it fierce and have unshakable faith.